Welcome one. Welcome all to my podcast, focusing on your favorite sports and your favorite athletes on their Olympic journey. This is the road to Tokyo. This is 2020 Vision. Hello and welcome to my podcast, 2020 Vision, the very first episode. I'm super excited to be having you um, listen and be on my journey with me. Uh, I have started this as I'm a massive fan of the Olympics and the spirit that it holds. I'm um, wanting to chase the journey of all the athletes around the globe um, and see what they have to offer in the way of chatting and even information as such. Uh, this episode today, I'm going to go through the qualification standards for the athletics, focus on the track and field to start off with. This podcast will focus on other sports such as golf, canoeing, um, anything you can name really, anything that's listed in the Olympics. Uh, I have the list right in front of me and we will go through that um, very shortly. But yes, I'd just like to say I'm super excited to be doing this. It's been a long time coming um, for me to actually get involved in something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, I have my own radio show, um, so this is really just kicking off from that. Uh, So here we have the sports for 2020, and we will get as many people on board from each of these sports from Australia, uh, and hopefully from around the uh, the globe. So here we have uh, the sports. We have aquatics, so swimming, diving, uh, synchronized swimming, water polo. I've never been a synchronized swimmer myself. don't mind watching it though, it's pretty good. Uh, archery, badminton, baseball and softball, which is interesting. That'd be good to see in the games coming up. A lot of talent going around. Um, see if, you know, the MLB can come out. I don't, it'd be interesting to see how that works uh, in regards to the Major League Baseball and the Australian League bas- uh, Baseball that we have in um, yeah here in Australia. Uh, what, what sort of people can go and qualify for that? Um, basketball, boxing, canoe and kayak, cycling. Uh, oh, sorry, I'll go back to ca- canoe and kayak there. Um, the, the Tongan, the shirtless Tongan that we all know about, was listening the other day uh, to the Olympic Channel podcast, and they had the man on there, and he's actually trying out for some kayaking. So third time, um, he's going to be in an Olympics and three different sports. Amazing. Uh, cycling, track, ro- uh, track, road, mountain bike, and BMX. Uh, equestrian, uh, something I'm not truly passionate about, but something I'm definitely looking forward to talk about. And we'll focus each episode on the qualification standards for those. Uh, fencing, football, uh, so soccer, uh, for you soccer fans. Um, sadly, we don't have AFL, if you're listening from Australia. Uh, golf, gymnastics, artistic, rhythmic, and trampolining. Uh, I, do, I was always good at the trampoline when I was younger. Um, couldn't do a backflip, though, so that probably scratches me from the Olympics. Uh, handball. Only ever handball I did um, was the foursquare. Wish that was an Olympic sport, but hey, it's not. Uh, judo, karate. Uh, so we've got different types here. Six kumitai and two kata character, uh, categories uh, to be held at the Nippon Budokan in central Tokyo. Um, so uh, the modern pentathlon, which is a beautiful event. Uh, rowing, rugby sevens, sailing, shooting, skateboarding, men's and women's street and park skateboarding events, which will be amazing. The talent that we have now in the X Games. We'll have to see how that grows. Uh, sport climbing, surfing, table tennis, taekwondo, tennis, track and field, which is today's focus, uh, triathlon, volleyball, uh, indoor and beach, weightlifting and wrestling, both freestyle and Greco-Roman. So we are going to do our very best here at the 2020 Vision Show uh, to yeah find who we can, um, chat with who we can. Today on our show, we are speaking to 
a, a one-time Olympian, 2016, Rio, uh, Ridian Cayley. He is going to be on for a chat, and uh, I'm looking very much forward to that. So that's later on in our podcast. We are now going to focus on the qualification standards for uh, for the um, 2020 Olympics for our track and field. So if you are looking to compete, we have two years to do it. Uh, well, we have, sorry, we have from the uh, 1st of May, so just gone, uh, to June the 29th, 2020. Um, that does change for marathon runners and 50k race walkers. Uh, that's January 2019 to May 2020. Um, so here we have the qualification standards. So we start off with the um, almighty 100 meter run, um, men 10.05 um, and 11.15 uh, for women. Um, it has changed the standards of quite dramatically for this Olympics uh, because there's two ways that we can get involved um, and qualify. Uh, so you have to achieve the entry standard. Um, that's why it is a, a bit harder to get through. Um, and then we've got to qualify, you can qualify by virtue of your world ranking, which is a new thing that's been added in. Um, so the higher you are in those rankings through competitions like Diamond League and the IAAF uh, um, comps that they do run, um, then that pushes you further into Olympic selection. Uh, so 200, uh, 20.24 for your men, and then the women, 22.80. So I believe in regards to these events um, and the timing that you get there's only a select pool that will get chosen um, because it will mostly fall back on those rankings which i guess does wean out people a lot um and you'll see greater uh competition happen um and it'll be interesting to see how this goes uh 400 meters 44.90 now i know when i was a young kid in little athletics um running got nowhere near that <laughs> i think i was a 55 at at best 50 no oh, i don't know 57 i think i got down to so yeah um that's on a gra- grass track mind you uh 51.35 for the women as well um it's always i always love watching the women run and uh and i, I might do an episode later on focusing on what happened with Carthus semenya um but that's a new story that we can focus on later on uh yeah, it was, it was an interesting one. Um, 800, 145.20. And then the women, 159.50. So if you're sitting back thinking, I want to qualify, I want to do this, and these times are scaring you, don't let them. Uh, during this podcast, I am going to be chatting with people that are hopefully going to motivate you in a, in a very good way. Um, so, yeah, don't get scared. <laughs> And if all else fails, you can always go a crusher in. We'll see how the qualification standards work for that in later episodes. Uh, where are we? 1,500 metres. If I repeated this, I do apologise. Uh, 3 minutes 35 flat there. Um, and 4 minutes and 4 seconds 20 uh, for the women. Uh, 5K, 13 minutes, 13.50. I, I don't... One thing that intrigues me, and I might see if I can get somebody to talk to from the IAAF in regards to how these times are specifically chosen, because you'll see soon up with the um, with the hundred meters hurdles and all that, it's it's point two of a second. Uh, anyway, so five k, uh, thirteen, yeah, thirteen point thirteen point five zero, and then fifteen minutes uh, ten for the women. Ten minutes. 
uh, sorry, the 10 minutes, what am I talking about? The 10K, 27 minutes, 28 seconds for the 10K. That is an extremely fast pace. I reckon I only do that for a 5K. Uh, it's 31 minutes and 25 for the women. Uh, 13, this is what I'm talking about with the timing. 13.32 seconds, 110 men, uh, meter hurdles for the men, and the 12.85 for the women. Uh, 12.84, sorry, for the women. And then here we have the 400 hurdles, 48.90 for the men, 55.40 for the women. For the 3K steeplechase, 8 minutes 22 for the women. Not for the men, sorry, 9 minutes 30 for the women. Uh, high jump, we need to reach a 233. I was only getting eight, 170, so I'm out. Uh, 196 for the women. And here we have 5 minutes, uh, 5 meters 80 for pole vault, 4 meters 70 for women. Long jump, we have 8 meters 22. There we go, there's a specific centimeter that we need to, to beat there. So if we're, we're jumping 821s, we need to prepare. <laughs> Pushing ourselves a little bit further. Uh, 6 metres 82 for the long jump. 17.14 triple jump. 14.32 for the uh, women. And then for um, shot put, throwing events. 21 metres and 10 centimetres. That is an extraordinary event. That, uh, that's an extraordinary meterage there. I can't... Yeah, I, I love watching the preparation that goes into um, shot put when you watch it and your diamond leagues and all that sort of your world champs. Um, it is very interesting um, how they prepare and the, all the, I'm not going to call it dust because it's got a specific name, um, the, the, what they place on their necks and all that sort of stuff. It's cool. Uh, 1850 uh, for the women. There. Uh, so uh, discus, we have 66 metres for the men. Uh, I know we've got a couple guys going through Australia that are possibly going to be in. Uh, I've already qualified, which is good. I believe Matt Denny is one of those, and hopefully we can get a hold of him. Uh, 63 meters 50 for the women. Hammer throw, very interesting event. I went to school with a man that I believe got bronze. Um, so in the Commonwealth Games, um, for this event, 77.50 for, for hammer throw uh, for the men and 72.50 for the women. 85 meters javelin throw for the men, 64. For the women, there's a massive difference in some of these as well. Um, but then, when it comes to hammer throw, you've only got like a four meter, uh, four meter difference. Um, de discus three, so it's uh, definitely interesting. Uh, the decathlon, heptathlon. So the decathlon for the men, eight thousand three hundred and fifty points. Heptathlon, six thousand four hundred and twenty points. Uh, it always amazes me. Um, Cedric Dubla, I believe I've pronounced his name correctly there from Australia. Uh, he has done uh, amazing with this event. I wish him the best of luck when it comes to uh, qualification and potentially the Olympics. We'll see how he heads there, but uh, yeah, it's uh, quite good how you can go back to back. Because we're talking mathematics here, decathlon, that is 10 events. That's insane. I think I've got that right. My math is correct. If not, I'm just mad full of myself, but hey, that's fine. I'm here to make you entertain and laugh, and we'll talk about something that we all enjoy. Uh, and here's something that really is close to my heart, and I will speak about it soon. Uh, 20K race walk, uh, one hour 21. I've never tested myself with this. Um, I, am, I am a race walker. 
Um, so I wouldn't mind doing a 20k race book one day. Uh, women one minute. Uh, one minute. I keep looking at it differently. One hour and 31 minutes. Uh, and then for our 50, which I believe... I believe that the women should be able to. They, look, they are changing the race. They're wanting to change the race walks to only doing 10k and 20k because they believe that the 50k is too strenuous. But men are only att uh, attempting that one at the moment, and that's the three-hour 50 mark for that. Um, 50 kilometers. There is a big 30-kilometer jump there we're talking um, from the 20. So, it's uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they choose in the future. Um, and the marathon, the grueling marathon that I reckon that is the epitome of Olympic sports for you to be able to run for the 42.2k I think I think I've got that correct and yeah and just achieve a two hour 11 mark um, for the men and the two hour and 29 mark for the women it's just amazing so there we have our, um, our qualifying standards so you can get those times or you can be competing um, and boosting yourself up in the rankings um, that seems to be a way that we're choosing nowadays and i'd like to give uh, a thanks to flowtrack the website um flowtrack.org that i've got the article there from uh so yeah thank you very much for that um yes yeah, so it's i don't know if you can tell by the way i'm speaking i am passionate about the sport i do love um, my athletics and seeing people succeed i remember when i was uh when i was in I think I was six and I was not five and I was watching the 2000 Olympics and I'd see Nicky Webster fly in and it was just an amazing thing just to see this a massive amount of people at a young age just gather around and pretty much be one uh, it's what we all aim to be in this world that we have today uh, so this whole thing is just about me trying to get out there and find the Olympians and the Olympians that want to be and chat about their history, about what they want to achieve. And I'd like to see how they started on, uh, on the whole idea of the Olympics and what their thoughts are on it. Uh, so let's do that. Let's uh, get along this journey. And um, yeah, if that made sense, pretty sure we did. Uh, we're going to have fun anyway. Uh, we're going to be trying this each week. Um, but now I'm going to introduce a man by the name of Ridian Cowley. Uh, and I thank him very much for accepting my invite um, to chat with him and be on this podcast very first. Uh, Ridian is a, a two, 20K race walker, 2016 Olympian, uh, first Olympics for him. And a big congratulations to him on his efforts. Uh, we are going to cut to the chat now. Uh, I'm very honored to be speaking with this man. Here he is, the amazing Ridian Cowley. Good afternoon. How are you going? Am I speaking with Ridian? Uh, yes, you are. Yep. How are you going, mate? It's Jordan. Good, thanks. That's good. Uh, thank you very much for joining me for a chat. No worries. Uh, I, I haven't caught you out with working out or preparing or your training at all at the moment, or are you just uh, sitting back and relaxing? Oh, no, I had a, had a uh, long walk this morning, 30Ks, whatever. Just a measly yeah. 30Ks, that's okay. Yeah, just casually. That's all right, mate. Well, yeah, I just want to thank you again for joining me. Um, we're going to have a chat about pretty much your history in the sport and what made you first start wanting to become a race walker. Sure. Um... Well, I suppose I uh, started out at Little Athletics, uh, or the under eight or under nines, I think it was. And um, yeah, one of the one of the events uh, we had there was the walk, and I 
think I finished second in, in the first walk race that I did there, so it sort of grabbed me in one of those events that I had a little bit of natural capacity for. And, um, yeah, started from there. Just, uh, I guess, you know, when you're that young, you're not really thinking about the Olympics or anything like that, but, um, you know, you're going to having your social activity on the weekend and doing some sport, and if you win stuff, that's a bonus, and helps sort of convince you to, to stick in it. And I guess um, being, coming second in your first uh, time there, it kind of pushed you to go a bit further then, didn't it? Ah, uh, well, I suppose I just enjoyed the left in general. Like, I was a pretty good, well, yeah, pretty good runner as well there within the athletic centre, but um, yeah, I think good. Even growing up, I sort of was spending more time walking than, uh, than running. And then, yeah, as I got a bit older through my teenagehood, you, you, you start doing a bunch of different sports to begin with just to try them out and have fun. And as you get older, sort of ones that uh, you don't have as much time for anymore drop off and the ones that you really want to stick with remain. So um, athletics sort of has stuck through all of that. No, that, that's my history um, pretty much as well. I, I started doing race walking. Um, may I ask what your time was for the 1500? Because they didn't give us any bigger back then. Ah, uh, um, well, the 1500 walk only, uh, I think, you only started doing it under 11s, but I um, set the Victorian state record at the 1100 metres as an under 10. Okay, um, beautiful. In, in uh, five minutes and nine seconds. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I walked quite that fast again for another few years because uh, in that race, actually, at the state championship, it was myself and um, another guy from, uh, I think, uh, Karaya or Lama or somewhere out that direction uh, where we just absolutely had a hammer and tongs battle the whole way around. And, yeah. uh, unfortunately, uh, he got disqualified and, and so uh, he didn't end up with uh, any medals. But, um, yeah, I, we both went under the state record and... Then, because of un- unfortunately, because of his disqualification, I ended up with with the victory there in the state record. But um, yeah, it sort of, I guess, um, yeah, told me that I was pretty fast um, and had a little bit of talent. But again, like when, when you're that young, it's uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't mean that there's any guarantees of uh, having uh, success as a senior athlete. You just kind of have to yeah keep enjoy keep enjoying your sport and, and keep. Uh, consistently now you mentioned the word talent there and there is a man that's very prominent in race walking we're not sure if he's going to come back or not you may know different but um jared talent was he a big huge uh, big inspiration to yourself uh yeah um for sure particularly in the lead up to the rio olympics being uh, jared Giddy's um medal from the london olympics mm. after having to wait nearly four years for it um was that was particularly uh, inspiring. Um, he's he's just such such a, a good good guy and uh, just uh, advocate for clean sport. Um, and his performances over the years to get medals in three different Olympics is uh, really really hard to do. And, and for him to do that and do it clean, competing against every now and then with the Russians, just. Uh, uh, factory basically of, of a doping cheat is, uh, no it's a, yeah, it's amazing it's, how it's, that it's, all... it's something that you, you can make look easy but it's yeah. just a phenomenal performance so uh, yeah Jared's uh, an amazing guy um, it's yeah, it been, re- been a privilege to be able to compete with him uh, on some teams yeah exactly is there anyone else in the sport that you've looked up to 
Um, oh, I suppose it's hard to to name individuals yeah. um, off the top of my head, but there's just been so many amazing people in the, in the sport that, um, you know, obviously athletics isn't the biggest sport in the world, but it, uh, there's just yeah, so many people that make it uh, really enjoyable to be a part of. Um, you know, the Australian teams have been uh, amazing to be on with, uh, the characters like Ben Harradine, yeah. um, so supportive. Uh, the Birdman. Yeah, Dane's Bain, great company. Um, yeah, and any, even just sometimes at, at local club level, it's just really really nice to see some of the uh, the old old guys in the sport that were um, had had their time in the sixties and seventies, and they're just still giving back yeah. even now. Um, so with me, Glenn Huntley, there's Trevor Vincent in particular, and we still see. Uh, some of the old marathoners out there, like uh, Chris Wardlaw, still uh, comes around and puts the thing on. No, that's good. Uh, so, um, may I ask, uh, how is your training going in preparation um, for Tokyo? Because we're at qualifying stage at the moment. Uh, yeah, the training's going along pretty well at the moment. I had, had the good fortune of being a walker that uh, my qualifying period is already open as uh, the marathoners also have. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I had uh, a race uh, also in Japan, uh, funnily enough, uh, in the middle of March where I landed a big personal best and, and a Tokyo qualifier. Um, and then since then, it's just sort of been uh, back into putting in the miles over the winter. Uh, and that's been pretty consistent. So, um, hopefully, that consistency can uh, keep coming along. Uh, it's nice when it is consistent, but then sometimes as well, uh, when you stop having the consistency, you can wonder how you ever uh, managed it. So I'll take it whilst it's coming. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely, well, it seems like it's going to be a good year um, leading up to the Games for you, and we're excited to see where you head. Um, I just want to thank you, mate, again for uh, taking your time out of your day and having a chat. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else that you're... Um, interested to, to talk about while I'm here oh well why not we'll continue on um that's 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 all right I, I usually like to you know not talk too much because you know I don't know what you've got in your day but that's fine you're insisting yeah let's talk um 50k you're a 20k walker have you ever wanted to yeah. jump the extra mile oh, I not... get lots of people telling me that I should but uh, it's, uh, oh, it's almost a dilemma for me because I have been working uh, full-time and, and doing, I guess, just enough mileage to, to do that well enough that, um, yeah, the 50K is going to take, would take a lot bigger commitment. So I'm in, in the situation now where having got a 20K qualifier out of out of the way, I could, in, in theory, uh, entertain uh, having a goal at a 50, but, uh, yeah, I, I think I'll just keep my head down and try and train consistently through this year and then... Uh, making decisions about the 50 sort of later in the year there's uh, the Australian National Championships in December so I really wouldn't have to commit to anything until then yeah um, no. yeah with, with Jared I guess having a few um, issues with uh, his uh, training consistency in his body this year I guess there's a bit of room open in the 50 but uh, um, the 50-20 double is really difficult to do so uh, no, definitely. Uh, definitely you see that no, I like it. So um, they, I know that there is talk going around about maybe getting rid of that 50 
in a hole like and then we just get I think it was ten and twenty they want to try. Uh, yeah, so um, the IWF, I think, has agreed in, in principle to that proposal. Um, yeah, the race, race horse and community had a big fight over this because um, sort of, I guess most people want, in the community want to keep the 50k going, but um, it just seems like we're taking a bit of an uphill fight with uh, the IWF um, wanting to, to change, change things um, with that, so... Uh, at the moment, it looks like the 2021 uh, championships uh, and onwards will uh, not feature the 50k, which I think would be a loss to the sport. The, uh, the entertainment factor that the 50k event uh, brings, uh, particularly for anyone who watched the uh, the Rio race, um, where uh, I think Joe was in in the lead until the last couple of kilometres, yes, and yeah. then the uh, battle between the Japanese man and the Canadian man for uh, the bronze medal was also entertaining. Um, yeah. And that's the thing that people see is the, they don't see it actually. Um, it is a fairly, in a sense, laughed at. I don't know if you agree with me on that, but people don't like kind of ridicule the sport in a sense. Well, I know when I was doing doing it during school, they were like, oh, why are you doing it? Um, but it is the enjoyment and it is an individual and a team in a sense sport at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of walkers, um, the fact that it's not just an endurance event, but then also you've got to have that technique and, mm. and keep it through the whole race um, and keep your technique good even when you're stressing really hard, you're fighting really hard and you're tired. Um, it's just uh, one of those factors that makes it a really unique event. And the, the 50k, I think, pushes people to the limit even more than the 20k. Uh, those 50k walk are the crazy. Yeah, mentality-wise, um, you can't... You can only imagine what's going through their head. Like this morning, you just said that you knocked out a thirty k, so you're almost there. Yeah, thirty k is a lot shorter than fifty k. Yeah, it's sort of similar. A lot of the marathoners say that the the last half of the race is after uh, twenty miles, and I guess the same for the fifty k. So, um, you know, if you're doing a thirty k race, you don't even get to twenty miles. Yeah. No, well, um, we'll cut it short here, mate, and I thank you again. Um, yeah, for your time. And also, maybe you should take up some graphic design because I have to mention that you helped me out with my logo as well. So I appreciate uh, it. I thought, thought it was good. I was, uh, had, just uh, had a bit of a break at lunch and I thought, oh, I mentioned uh, this idea in my head of what I, of what I uh, thought uh, yeah. could work. So I was like, oh, I'll try and put something together and uh, see if you can work with that. And uh, it turned out okay. Beautiful. I appreciate it. And um, wish you the best of uh, luck with everything going on. Yeah, no worries. I just got to... Uh, try and get through the um, Melbourne winter and just keep consistent. So, That's alright. Uh, we'll see you down in Adelaide um, in November, I believe. Uh, Is it Adelaide? August. August, yes, correct. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, looking right. forward to Adela- Adelaide's uh, good race course. I might even hit the track. We'll see you there. No worries. Catch Bye. you, mate. Bye. There we had Riddy and Carly. Uh, amazing um, walker and amazing guy. Good chat. I thank you very much. Um, so if you are interested in the Adelaide walking uh, event, do go down and see it in uh, August. I'll make sure I put the details with this post. Uh, we're looking at getting as many walkers as we can along, just to give it a shot, really. Um, and we'll see those uh, times and PBs beaten uh, at the event, which is going to be good. Hopefully, Ridian can get that qualifying time. Uh, and many other walkers that I'll hopefully have on the show. Okay, so uh, I thank you very much for joining me on this podcast. I will let you know a little secret. 
I actually didn't have my podcast mic record uh, recording it, so the sound isn't the best that I appreciated it would be, but I wasn't going to go through and re-record it. This is me, this whole thing. This is who I am as a person, and uh, I'm a bit bubbly, a bit fun, um, and yeah, I just like I, I wasn't going to ruin what I'd already um, uh, spoken about by re-recording it. Uh, we're going to make sure that the mic's plugged in next podcast, and I hope you join me then, uh, and we'll see who we can speak to. It's going to be fun. Um, thank you for joining me on 2020 Vision. I wish you an extraordinary day, extraordinary weekend. Uh, and yeah, I just hope that you guys enjoyed this. <laughs> thank you, and please leave feedback. Bye.